0: Dan, What's up, Didi? Uh, what is going on, dude? How how are you doing, Daniel?
1: Doing okay. Doing okay. You know, got a little unexpected sunburn over the weekend. Um, you know, tis the season, I suppose. But, okay. uh, you know, I, I can't complain. I mean, other places in the country have it much worse than we do. So <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: So here's a question. Since you mentioned that, because this is... Uh, I didn't know you were going to do that, but this is my question. How hot no. is too hot?
1: Oh. How great. hot is I, too hot? Look at that. Me with the segue without even knowing I'm cold, cold open. Uh, how hot is too hot? That's a great question. Um, geez. I, I think when you get in that 90 degree area is where it starts to get too hot. Now, I will say like I'm going to exclude like Coachella from this because the, frankly that's a ho- that that raises the, the 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 temperature raises for that right <laughs> it's got to be higher to be too hot for that but in a normal muggy condition of 90 degrees sun yeah once you once you hit 89 I start to get concerned and then I'd say 90 degrees it's it's too hot to do anything got to okay. stay inside
0: okay So for me, 90 is great if you have water by you. But 100 and I feel like it's like 105 Mm. is like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Because it's too hot for almost everything at that point. Like you can't walk around a pool with in bare feet. I feel like if you can't do something with bare feet. It's too hot. Ooh. That's how I feel. That's a it's good like,
1: in point. It's yeah. It's too
0: hot. And listen, I love the weather I have out here on the West Coast. No question. I'm not complaining about it. But there just comes a point where, like, weekends, like, well, actually weeks, like, this past week that we've had, where it's literally, we went to a party on Saturday night, and it was 95 degrees when we left our house. It was 8.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was
0: 8. 8. Wow, yeah, because yeah, that's we've too got, hot. Yeah, because we've had we have humidity here this year. Because listen, ooh. climate change is real, guys. Just <laughs> let you know, weird shit is happening. Usually, the temp falls off a cliff it, it, on the west coast at a certain point, and then no, 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 no. It's because we've got these clouds. We've got you know, it looks like it's gonna rain, but then it doesn't. So then it just like the clouds part, and it's just mad steamy, like steamy. So ooh, yeah. And I'm just starting to ask that question now. Like, what? how hot is too hot?
1: Well, I was going to ask you because I know typically you don't get the humidity out there. So I figure your temperature could maybe be a little higher uh, because I'm thinking it from a humidity standpoint. But that's a curveball you don't expect out there on the West Coast. That's for sure.
0: No, no. I thought I missed the hot nights until this week. That's the one thing I feel like I miss on Mm. the West Coast is like. The nights being like steamy, missing those hot nights. No, I don't. Because I've gotten some over the past week and I don't like them. Don't want them. Don't want them back. Oof.
1: Oof. No. Yeah, I like that. I like that barefoot measurement, though. Yeah. When you can't handle that. You shouldn't. Nothing should be happening outside.
0: Yeah. We all should just go inside or just we're just literally just having our fingers be all pringly and gross in the pool for way too long. That's yes. It. That's so when I it's got... OK
1: for that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Good luck out there.
0: Yeah, good luck out every, <laughs> out there, everybody. <laughs> What's up? It's DeeDee Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris is uh, on baby duty. He's got three kids now, so shouts to Chris. He's on baby duty. We'll talk to him next week. And Dan is in Pittsburgh, and this is the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Today on the show, we have... The Golden Bachelor. We're going to talk about that. We got people we want to punch in the face. We're going to get to that topic. I promise you this week, we are actually going to do it. (laughs) And Aaron Rodgers is out for the year after playing one series for the New York Jets. And uh, we're going to talk about our own personal Aaron Rodgers moments and more. It's the Brunch Breakdown. Dan, let everybody know where they can find us.
1: I'd be happy to. Yes, you can find the Brunch Breakdown, frankly, anywhere podcasts are available people, you know we're out there we're everywhere apple spotify google soundcloud stitcher iHeartRadio, odyssey amazon audible good pods everywhere we tell you this every week if you haven't found us by now what the hell <laughs> new episodes each and every wednesday okay they're they come they're they're fresh hot out of the oven first thing in the morning so hit follow or hit subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts and let the brunch breakdown come to you it's that simple it comes to you when you hit follow or you hit subscribe Every Wednesday. Full videos also available. That's on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Those have a premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Or you can watch anytime you want to watch after that on demand on both those channels. Everywhere on social media. Find us at Brunch Breakdown. Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, Triller, TikTok. Find the Brunch Bites. Enjoy them. Helps you get through the week. Helps me. Uh, And of course, last but not least. The Sounds of Brunch. We put the playlist of what we're listening to each and every week. We put that together for you. We keep last week's song in case you missed those. Those get updated every Friday on Spotify. Simply search Sounds of Brunch.
0: Beautiful. Well, let's get random topics off our chests, Dan. You ready for this?
1: I'm ready for this.
0: Let's do it. Let's get random topics off our chest. It is get it off our chest. And, um, you know, at Brunch Breakdown, for anybody who wants to get a random topic off their chest, too. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. Knock yourself out. Just go for that, too. Um, Okay. So here's what I'm going to get off my chest. Um, Stop sharing concert footage on TikTok and <laughs> Reels. I need everyone to stop doing this. And, you know, it was different. When uh, cell phone camera video was bad, right? But I thought about this because the iPhone 15 is like coming out and the cameras are all, it's the best cameras in the world. Everything's better. And like, it just hit me because of this summer of concerts are being back. So we had like a few, we, you know, we had like a few years of like no concerts coming and now everything is fully back. And we've got the huge stars, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, everybody's touring. Right. So, The difference between what concert footage looked like on your phone in 2019 and what it looks like in 2023 are completely different. And oh my God, you can watch a whole show, a whole show on TikTok or on Reels. And listen, I know it's exciting. We all got computers in our pockets and all that good stuff. You want to take the videos of stuff that you're probably not going to watch again. But dude, it really is ruining, almost ruining the concert experience. Because you can just go online and just, it's bad enough that set lists are everywhere, right? And I hate i mm-hmm. hate that because I, I like to be surprised, right? I love to be surprised. I want to yeah. know. I don't want to know what the set list of this show is, right? Well, it's just weird when you just know even the down to the movements that someone does on stage. It's ridiculous. Like, I didn't mention this. Like When we'd see Beyonce, it was like people knew what she was doing on stage before she was doing it. And I'm like, is this fun? And I know the same thing. Cause like Taylor Swift does something during the man where she like kisses her like muscle or whatever, kisses her bicep and like everyone in the crowd, like there's like videos, of everyone in the crowd doing it. And like, I've pretty much watched all of Paramore show on reels and TikTok, Like the whole, the whole concert I've watched. And I'm, and I just, I, I don't like it. I really think we're kind of ruining the concert experience here. Like, Because especially these huge pop spectacles that like everything is choreographed down to a T. These stages are so big, you know what I mean. They're everything is placed in the right, you know, thing, and these shows don't change every night, you know. Mm -hmm. Doesn't like going, you know. It's I'm almost feeling like they should start doing what comedians are doing, what the big comedians do, and they put you in those, put your phone in those yonder bags, which is a pleasant experience, by the way. When I went to see Chris Rock, we had to do that, and um, yeah i wish people started doing that because i really don't like it i'm not a big fan of it you know if you if you want a different show every night like go see dave matthews band like (laughs) you know what i mean like he'll he'll not play any song that you know for a whole night enjoy (laughs) that you know Uh, but these big pop shows like guys stop putting it on the internet just stop
1: dude i couldn't agree with you more i think that and I don't know if this is still true or it was done at one point. I think Jack White does that, where he doesn't allow phones in the building. Okay, so that's like one bigger star who actually follows through with that. But it's funny you mentioned Paramore because, you know, I I got to see Paramore on their tour earlier this summer. I think in June, and the weeks and weeks leading up to that, clips of that show. Were all over my phone. And I know like continually I'm the same as you. I want to be surprised. I'm like continually like trying to swipe away from it and stay away from it. Cause I don't want to see anything. I don't want that. I don't want that. There are plenty of ways to find that footage and I don't need, I don't need it shoved in my face. Way too many people on their phones anyways. And yeah, being like, like almost choreographing yourself with what's the point of going to the show. If you've seen the whole thing already, I,
0: I, that's my point. I don't yeah. get it. I don't. I, Cause it's just too good. It's not really necessarily anyone's fault. It's just that like moving forward, we really got to think about this. We really got to figure this out. Cause it's just, it's too good. Yeah. It's, Cause it's not bad concert footage. Like my concert footage on my Instagram from 2011. No one wants to watch that. It's terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely right? terrible. I thought that shit was awesome. It is awful to look at now. Like that's not the case here.
1: Like exactly. Yeah. So having that, is no, is no different from the footage that's available online because you're right. The camera quality has gotten that much higher. Yeah. Um, I find myself as I go to more and more shows taking less and less photos in videos, which I'm happy with. Now I brought this up years ago in the podcast in 2020, I was thrilled with my time hop and just basically watching concerts that I was at at one point, enjoying the feeling of live music. But now I'm like, Oh gosh, i <laughs> have how many videos did I take of this show? This is stupid, man. I don't even want to watch all of it. So it's wasted time, wasted effort. Um, You're not enjoying yourself in that moment. You're going to enjoy yourself less there and not enjoy watching it back. And you're spoiling it for everybody. No one, no one needs that. No one needs your footage anymore. The cameras are too good. So I'm a hundred percent on board with yeah. you there. I love yeah. that.
0: And it's not anyone's fault because you run into it because of your algorithm, because they listen to our thoughts. Yeah. Our phones listen to our thoughts and our feelings and everything we ever said or thought. And so it's like, if I am if I think about Haley Williams one day, it's all over my Instagram feed. Didn't say it out loud. <laughs> right. It's just there. You know what I mean? And so Absolutely. it's not anyone's, it's not your fault that I see it. It's just the fact that that is what they do. It's like, oh yeah, I searched this one thing. So let me give you 8,000 things of the same thing. I'm like, no,
1: no. Yeah. The Paramore one was a struggle for me. Yeah, Yeah, it was constantly. (laughs) Well,
0: anyways, Dan, get it off your chest.
1: I love that. Well, ironically, mine's a little concert, more, you know, festival-ish related too. Um, A little bit of a different aspect. Um, As one does in the summer, you love going to outdoor events and of course, outdoor concerts and and, and festivals and things like that. And I I, I noticed this frequently, um, but even more so this year for, for some reason um, the amount of people that continue to choose their clothing as fashion over function. It just continues to boggle my mind that it's, it's, it's actually getting worse and weirder. Um, like, I'm, I mean, I'm talking long pants in like really baggy hoodies, which is a fashion trend right now. And I'm fully aware of it, but going back to your open, At 88 degrees, 90 (laughs) degrees, walking around, you know, walking around with that is not smart. Nobody cares how you look, whether you're in style with fashion or not. You look stupid, and it's uncomfortable. We we can see that it's uncomfortable. I saw somebody walking around barefoot on pavement at a festival on pavement. What fashion choice is this? But I I can see that first of all, it's gross and. Really uncomfortable. Um, another one that's it gained some steam this year, those like ridiculous inflatable costumes. Like, I don't know how many people I saw the, with the banana costume at a concert this year, but it was way too many, way too many with the banana costume on. And I don't get it. I, I'm talking hot summer days, right? The hottest re- recorded <laughs> summer on the history of the planet. And people were like, I'm wearing this full body banana costume because it's it's going to make me look cool and stick out because that's fashion over function it, the t-rex one like what are you doing you're sweating your ass off in there i know you are i know you are and there's just more and more people making these choices and i it it really blows my mind that i still have to sit here and talk about this, that people are reducing their ability to really enjoy, I think, a concert or a festival when they make their choices. They probably think it's like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. Mm-hmm. This is going to enhance it. It'll be a little crazy. But like, dd you talk about having a computer in your, like, but you have the weather on your person at all times. You don't have to wait for local on the eights like we did when we were growing up on the Weather Channel. And be like, what's it going to be like <laughs> hour by hour? I need the hourly. For this mm. concert. I need to know if I can wear this. No, it's all with you all the time. Uh that's that's the part I don't get. Like, there's being fashionable, but like make sure it matches the weather and the conditions. So just like I want people to keep that in mind next time you're going to a festival or an outdoor event, or concert, something like that. Like the world is literally on fire right now. So like you know what it's gonna feel like outside. Just make yourself comfortable. You know, be mindful when you make those choices going to events, because it's again, it's always gonna be that way, but it's getting worse for some reason. And I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Function over fashion people. Be smart. Be smart.
0: Uh this is the second week in a row, so this is Dan's fashion corner now. <laughs> Mullets <laughs> This week. Now it's, it's festival <laughs> and concert fashion. I don't know what's coming next week, but yeah, this has now become dance fashion. Day corner. Too. But Yeah, I am. I'm 100% with you. Sometimes I just look and I'm like, I don't understand. It makes me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. You know? Because yeah. when I'm
0: taking my, you know, t- toddlers to school, I pass the high school kids. Right. So they're going across the street, you know, they're walking across and I'm like, it's 90 something degrees. <laughs> But how are you wearing that? Like you just look around, you're just like, what? And it's and it's like it's long hoodies that like the sleeves go past here, yeah, and just like whatever angsty team clothes, all that. And I'm just like, man, how? I was like, is there still? I wonder. And you know, maybe you can ask your, uh, you can ask your nieces and nephews. This, is there still the kid who just wears shorts all the time? Does that exist anymore? Ooh, good question. Probably, I'm
1: I'm, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet, but I'll follow up with some research there. Because I'm
0: telling you, man, it is wild to see these kids. And also, I just want to yell at them and be like, yo, you could live on the East Coast and actually need those clothes. (laughs) Right. Like, these kids are dressing heavier than they'll ever have to dress. In mid-December at night, it won't be that cold. And I'm like, what are you wearing? Like, you could live in New York (laughs) City, right? Like, what? What are you doing? Stop it!
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people wearing—you mentioned the baggy sweatshirts. Like I know you want to show off your Taylor Swift Eras Tour <laughs> extra, extra big sweatshirt, but we're out here in 80, 88 degree weather. Watching, seeing Odessa. Like it just doesn't work here. It you don't need to do it. You don't need to do it.
0: Yeah, but. That Air Store sweatshirt costs a lot, and that was the last one they had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Triple XL for the girl who's five, two hundred and ten pounds. Just had to do it. Had to do it. You know.
1: Well, let's Love drink it.
0: some beer. Yeah. Concerts and festivals. Let's have some beer. Uh all right. I'm gonna get us started. So did I talk about I so did I talk about George Lopez Brewing Company to you, or did I just talk about this to my wife? I can't remember.
1: I don't think there's been some other celebrities and names you've mentioned, but George Lopez? No, there's no way we've we've talked you've talked about this before.
0: Well, I did a uh I did a shoot for uh Torrance, which is a area around Los Angeles and really nice area around Los Angeles. And one of the places, one of the locations we did we shot at was this place called the Bruise Hall that exclusively sells. George Lopez Brewing Company and Colin Cowherd.
1: <laughs> get Brewing. the hell out of here. And you have gotta be kidding me.
0: It was the most random thing because the place is awesome. Don't get it twisted. Bruce Hall is great. There's one or her most of each too and it's like it's it's awesome. Like I the place is great. I wish it were like actually closer to me, so I would actually frequent this place. But anytime I'm down there, I'm definitely gonna go. But they exclusively sell those two beers. And there's lots of them, right? So I've seen George Lopez brewing because he has a logger that's in stores here, which makes sense. But I just thought it was just like a one-off. Maybe it was a collaboration with another company, like George's mm-hmm. face is on there. No, 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 sir. He has a whole series of brews. You can look them up, Dan. I know that's probably what you're doing right I'm now. I'm like, doing
1: right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... um. Uh you know listen none of the beers are, are earth shaking or shattering anything you want to write home about other than the fact that I drank George Lopez's Hermosa Brumosa hazy IPA and I had uh Collins Draft Picks
1: hazy IPA oh my god oh, vomit vomit I hate it <laughs>
0: So, yes, George Lopez and Colin Cowherd have their own beers, and they have a few of them. And, um, yeah, um, you know, it's not like they're bad. They're fine. They're, they're all right. It's just hilarious that you're drinking Colin's Draft Picks AC <laughs> IPA.
1: I I hate that I've discovered this that you brought this to my attention. I hate that I'm looking at it right now and these logos and these beers are. This is ridiculous. I can't believe this is actually here. Colin Cowherd's the herd burgers, bets and brews. Like I'm <laughs> throwing up in my mouth. Honestly, oh, I mean, I hope it pay, I hope the shoot paid well. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh man, everybody's got to put their name on everything. Um, oh, yep. Wow. Yep, yep.
0: So, um, there you go. There you have it. That's
1: Bruce Day for me. <laughs> oh. Well, now I won't feel as bad about doing this because you've kind of spoiled my appetite a little bit. <laughs> um, hitchhiker, bring it to the table often. I bring it to the table often, uh, one of Pittsburgh's best uh, breweries. Introduce a beer around this time of year, uh, particularly last year and this year, um, that have a little unlicensed tip of the hat to the college team that I'm wearing and supporting right now, uh, your Pitt Panthers. And Dee, Dee as you know, It is hate week. It is backyard brawl week for our teams. And Hitchhiker brews a, again, unlicensed, just little tip of the hat, pit beer. um, called. This year it was called Turn on the Lights, which is a nod to the victory lights uh, that pit shines at the top of the Cathedral of Learning after a victory. And um, so I thought it was appropriate to have it this week released this week. Um this one was really nice. Uh, American ale uh was a little I think you'd like maybe if I peeled the label off you would you'd be willing to drink it but a little hazy, a little hoppy. Um you get a little bit of mango fruitiness. Mm. Um really nice for this time of year as summer kinds of wine winds down. Um but had some this past weekend. Uh it did not help the team. Um but hopefully <laughs> This weekend it will. So the turn on the lights from Hitchhiker Brewing is what I'll be drinking all week. Uh, good or bad result, it will help either way.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, it's a brawl week. Sweet. yeah,
1: right yeah. But you're excited.
0: <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> I'm so excited to just because I'm I want to say I'm gonna avoid it, but I'm not. Like I'm gonna turn it on. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be like, whatever like all I know is it's I feel like it's more of a pressure game for you guys because
1: oh yeah if, if it it's is. close
0: <laughs> if it's close get ready for a long season West Virginia <laughs> fans already know the season's just like waiting for the end already <laughs> right you know? they'd beat Duquesne 35 10 or something like that like I don't mm-hmm. that's not good I don't know <laughs> that, that's just not good enough I'm sorry it's just not it's just not um it's not good enough um but yeah dude yeah oh god the brawl anyways i'm happy the beer is good Beer's i would great. definitely try it i have hey, listen i have no beef i have no beef with the uh with the city of oakland and pitts campus so no problem great yeah. times of course <laughs> great times there great times well cheers dan cheers cheers all right well let's get into the main menu okay aaron rogers Everyone's hyped. Hard <laughs> knocks. The biggest thing in the world. I'm like, tell the kids. I told the kids on the way home last night. I was like, listen, guys, we're on the way from school. I'm like, Daddy's watching football tonight. It's gonna be football on the TV, just letting you know. It's not gonna be Gabby's dollhouse, not gonna be Bluey, <laughs> Melon tonight. It's gonna be I'm just letting you know right now the big TV is going to have it's gonna have Jets bills on. I go up to <laughs> I literally go out to my car, come back. And Siobhan's like, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> So I didn't even see it. I didn't oh, no. even see it. I saw him on the cart and that was it. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Jeez. <laughs> so all the hype, all the fun, I'm sure you all know it by now. And so that brought us to this question. Do you have an Aaron Rodgers moment in your life where you were so excited about something, so hyped, all the anticipation, and it never happened? Or maybe it just sucked. Dan, what's your Aaron Rodgers moment?
1: Yeah, I, I love this topic. Um, and it's a shame that Chris isn't here because we, he loves Aaron Rodgers. And I know he would <laughs> love to make a comment on Aaron Rodgers in this situation. So it is a shame that he's, uh, he's not here for this. Um, absolutely roller coaster of emotions. I'm sure for Jets fans, I can't even oh. imagine what New York radio was like this week. All that hype, like you said, all that hype that built up. It they didn't even make it out of the first series, and the I, season I, is over. Um, uh, and now they got to go to Zach Wilson. Has that ever happened before? Because
0: I was like thinking about this last night, and I was like, Peyton Manning did this, Brett Favre did this, like. People do this. Like, quarterbacks who were at one team for a long time, they go, they you know, go do the last couple years. Tom Brady did this. Yeah. And like, they all were successful. Like, Brett Favreau won a Super Bowl, but those Vikings teams were like good, or at least yes. one of them was good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, people do this, but they don't. I, I,
1: it's bizarre, but. Yes. It's really bizarre, and the fact—I mean—they don't even imagine the speculation. Is he ever gonna—is he even gonna, ever gonna suit it for the Jets again, or is he like just done playing football? Because that was gonna be a question either way, regardless of how the season went. Anyways, back yeah. to your question. Yes. Um, ironically, there was a rather fresh wound that there was something that there was a lot of uh, potential hype and excitement and anticipation, and it all came uh, crashing down in a very, very quick moment of reality. Um, so I connected very easily when we discussed this as a topic, um, DDI over the, the past week decided to place my first legal sports wager. Oh. I did it. I did it. I did. It. I placed my first legal sports wager. And as I, I hesitated for years getting into it, there was a, basically a sure bet that I was like, I have to put money on this, that I'm not going to be like a gambler. It's not what I'm going to do. However, when you sign up as a new member, currently, they run a special where you get $200 in free bonus bets, where it's not your money, but you can bet you know, $200 in any increment you want on any other things. Um, if you lose, you don't lose anything. If you win, you just get the winning. You don't actually get what you bet on it back, okay? Not super relevant, just a small detail in the story, that this wasn't my money that I was actually betting. As part of these bonus bets, and this past weekend, I'm going through I'm again rookie gambler, and there's a uh, there's a parlay, and for anybody that's not unfamiliar with a parlay, it's kind of like individual bets where you need you you stack them up into one large bet, right? So a four leg parlay is you're saying this these four things are going to happen, all four have to happen for you to win something. You can't win some. It's a all or nothing. So that's essentially what a parlay is. So there's a four leg parlay available on the FanDuel app. And it said anytime touchdown in their game, in week one, in their week one game. And it listed four quarterbacks. It listed Sam Howell, the rookie quarterback for the uh, Washington Commanders, uh, Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, Desmond Ritter, second year quarterback, basically first as a starter for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And Trevor Lawrence, quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I thought, okay, there's some gambles in here. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he'll do well. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's at least a veteran quarterback. Desmond Ritter, Atlanta not playing a great opponent. There's a chance there. Sam Howell not playing a great opponent. There's a chance there. And the odds were very, very high. And when I say odds, I mean it was unlikely. The the, the payout would have been very, very high. So I thought, I could throw some money on this. So I have this bonus bets, these bonus bets, cash available. So I said, okay, what would $50? Knowing it's a parlay, so it's going to pay out more, right? What would $50 on this bet pay out? The potential payout for this bet was $43,000. I went, holy shit. Let's go. Let's go. I like my chances with these four quarterbacks scoring a touchdown at some point in their game today. Again, too little uncertain, too little more certain. Let's go. This ain't my money. Let it ride. So I'm watching games this past weekend, week one. And suddenly... Sam Howell throws a touchdown pass. Desmond Ritter throws a touchdown pass. I'm like, oh, we got the two hard ones out of the way. Trevor Lawrence, touchdown pass. This is before halftime. And I'm like, are you kidding me? The only thing that has to happen is Deshaun Watson has to score a touchdown. And I'm looking at the FanDuel app. And it's got the four legs played out there. And it's got little circles next to each of them. I'm like, I feel like there should be like a green letting me know that it's hit these. Why isn't there a check? I didn't see it anywhere else. So I thought maybe they're just circles. And I'm looking at this. and I just keep staring at the bet. And I'm like, this is I've got to be reading this wrong because this is too easy. I'm about to like lose my mind. I'm so excited. I'm like, what are we doing with $43,000? We're going to London in two weeks. And all of a sudden after taxes we're going to have a shit ton of money to spend what are we going to do with this i'm like getting really really excited and i can't believe it and then just before halftime deshaun watson rushes for a touchdown <laughs> and i think i hold my breath and i'm like i i'm now i'm second guessing everything and i'm really really nervous and i'm like do i <laughs> my wife shannon goes we are popping that champagne if you just hit on forty three thousand dollars. I'm like, let me check, let me check. I <laughs> go back, and I look, and I see a green check mark next to Deshaun Watts' name, and nobody else. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what did I read wrong here? What I missed was that they had to be the scorer of the touchdown. So they would have had to run in the end zone and rush for the touchdown like Deshaun Watson did. The other three individuals threw for a touchdown pass. All of that emotion, my heart was beating and racing, came crashing down. The games weren't over yet. I did get one other rushing touchdown. I think Sam Howe did eventually run for a touchdown. So I hit two out of four, but I won nothing as a result of that and i'll tell you what Didi, for 45 minutes of my life it was a wild roller coaster ride that came sadly crashing down with reality that a rookie gambler doesn't quite know what he's doing uh but it was a fun little ride while it lasted but all for nothing
0: oh my god <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> oh my god yeah damn Oh, my God.
1: Wind out of the sails instantly deflated. Just. I thought I'd hit. I thought I did. It. I thought so I does,
0: did. It. So does that tell you why you shouldn't gamble? Right. Absolutely.
1: There? <laughs> yeah, that's why I used my bonus bets. They're all gone. I did win 50 bucks on another one, but I'm like, OK, this is why I'm said I'm only doing this one and I'm doing the one and I haven't looked at it since.
0: This is why you don't gamble. True. This is, that's why you don't. That's why you just shouldn't do it. I don't know how people do it because that's your story right there. Nope. You get so yeah. close. You get mm-hmm. so close. So close. And you just don't.
1: Yeah. Let that be a lesson to everybody out there. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> mine, the first thing that came to mind from my Aaron Rodgers moment was uh, in Morgantown. This is in the 2000s. I'm in college. Um, Girlfriend just broke up with me. Didn't want to go out. Friends were like, got to go out. Got to go out as friends do, as they should do. If you're out there listening, your friend's going through a breakup. Make them go out. You got to do. Yes. So go out. Supricks, they get me hyped. We were drinking like Malibu and orange soda. Don't college. (laughs) Why is that good? I have no idea.
1: Might as well be George Lopez brewing. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> might as well be. Um, And hyped, go out, ready to go. Got fresh button down on, super excited. Get to the lazy lizard. And uh, I'm at the bar and this girl has four drinks. Four drinks, right? And I am talking to someone that I'm like, wow, this might be going somewhere. I turn this way, and this girl who has four drinks spills them, everyone but one of them, because the one landed on the bar stool, landed on the bar all over me. So I have rail liquor all down my shirt, my pants. It's in my underwear, it's in my shoes. And. The night was over before it started. Let me tell you what time it was, because this is back in the day when we're all broke drinking 50 cent drinks. It's like 830. (laughs) Night over. Before it it even begun. That was it. (sighs) That's my Aaron Rodgers moment. I thought the night was going to be awesome. At least I was just going to get drunk with the homies. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. And then I was just at home by myself and ended up Skyping with my ex-girlfriend No, that night. It was the worst. <laughs> and I thought about Aaron Rodgers in that moment. <laughs> I thought about Aaron Rodgers. When that had when I watched that, I was like, I thought about that night that just never was. And who knows what would have happened that night. But it just was that's just what it was.
1: It all came crashing down. Yeah. In that moment.
0: Well, Dan, now let's get into people we want to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, might be Oh man. <laughs> oh gosh, man. I wish who is who that girl? Who knows where that girl is in life. I hope she's fine. She's probably a doctor or something for all I know. Um Yeah, she's I, probably
1: like an Achilles specialist working on Aaron Rodgers or something like that. All for full circle right there.
0: <laughs> all full circle. Beautiful. All right. Well, um you know, there are people throughout history who I'm just mad that they started something. Someone had to have started. We don't even know who these people are. Maybe you do, but I don't for some of mine. For a couple of mine, I do not know them. And I'm mad at them for starting something. So I'm going to start this off. person I want to punch in the face throughout history is the person, the first person who said, yes, you can bring dogs to work. (laughs) Like, I don't even, I don't hate dogs. I just don't want them at my job. Just like I don't want them at my house. I feel like there's two places they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be in my house. They shouldn't be in my job. And then if I go to your house and you have animals, cool, down, play with the dog, do a little fetch, whatever. But in my job, I don't want them there. And I want to punch the first person who did this. Not the people who do it now. Hey, they, you're told to do it. You can do it. Go for it. It's not your fault. But it's the person who did it. So whoever the first person was in history that said, bring dogs the work that started this nonsense, I want to punch that person in the face.
1: That's a great one. <laughs> That's a great one. I love your approach. I love your approach with the first person to ever this or that. I love that. Uh mine, my first one's a little more specific. Um, and this will be a, this should be is probably will be controversial, but it shouldn't be. To be honest with you, people, Morgan Wallen could use a good punch in the face, a real good punch in the face. And if you don't know why (laughs) you should probably find out why, and maybe you would stop supporting him as much as you do. And listen, like, oh, and I'm not just talking about the romper stomper and what happened when he came to town in Pittsburgh. And we we talked about all that. That's in the people. No, that's that's not what it's about. There's there's a plenty good enough reason that that man deserves a punch in the face and i will continue to say that and every time somebody says oh if you listen to that i have to bite my tongue but also be like do you know do you know do you so he's he's very high up on my list dude i'm
0: i hear you i hear you on that one i just have to bite my tongue when it comes to morgan Wallen all the time i'm just like yeah yeah for real yeah okay okay cool what we're gonna do all right mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um i want to punch the person in the face who thought bourbon needed to be in everything and i'm oh, talking oh soaps okay. deodorants <laughs> candles <laughs> it doesn't need to be in everything <laughs> and why does it automatically just mean all right so everything that is marketed towards a guy Right? It doesn't matter if it's it doesn't matter if it's moisturizer or deodorant or whatever. It it has to have bourbon in it. So that's all that are we that basic? Maybe we are uh. women of the brunch breakdown. Maybe you're just like, yeah, like that's literally how we get you guys to freaking bathe. Like maybe you guys are <laughs> that lame. Maybe we are. Okay. But my god, dude, if I see another thing when I go to Target or go anywhere, and I am like going through the aisle looking for something, and I just see. Bourbon flavored this that shouldn't be scented bourbon. I'm going <laughs> to lose my mind. Whoever the first person was that said, you know what? We're going to put bourbon in a candle. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? We're going to put, man, you know, putting sneaker cleaner, you know, putting things in the in your shoes to like make your shoes smell better. Like it needs to have bourbon in it. I think people will use it more. Let's get bourbon. Let's get bourbon. Car air fresheners, bourbon. That's what we do. <laughs> bourbon. No, whoever the first person was that did that,
1: punch him in the face. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. I, I love the candle one too, the candle market. Because guys are like, you know, how many? Ooh, candle. B- bourbon. Oh, we can light that candle. We can light the bourbon candle. Like that.
0: <laughs> the thing about the candle one that's so annoying is it's like, your girlfriend or mom is buying that, and I'm like, Do you want to smell that? <laughs> I don't know what a bourbon candle smells like, but I have a feeling it doesn't smell good, so right? Why would you want that in anyone's house? But, right, yeah,
1: <laughs> stupid. Um, my next one's more of uh, along your lines of who person who started, um, and this may be a group of folks, might be an individual. Um, And now it's probably hundreds or thousands of thousands of people behind it. But whoever started artificial intelligence in the form of doing people's jobs. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this. There are plenty of good uses for artificial intelligence, but when it's gotten so strong and to the point where it's threatening elements of some of the work i do some of the work that other people do it, we've gone a little far it's i feel like we're in 2050 and we're not and we're we're speeding up a little too fast so i'd like to punch the person in the face that had developed artificial intelligence artificial intelligence so well that it can basically speak english uh respond like a normal human being can, it can come up with something visually creative with just a few words and it takes all the time and effort away. It's a huge time saver, but you know what? I have a feeling there's a lot of people that are not going to be happy with it as elements of their job get pulled away and they become less relevant and needed to do certain tasks, so yeah, I think I'd like to slug that guy.
0: Well, uh, well, Dan, there's ai don't know if you know this, but there's a strike going on in Hollywood that's mm. affecting everyone's TV. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but your new shows are about to dry out very soon. Doesn't seem yeah. like it, because if you only watch streamers like most of us do these days, you haven't really noticed it yet. But... Nothing new is happening. So all the shows you're watching were filmed months and months and months and months ago. And it's about to stop because the strike's still going. And it's all about AI. So much of it is about AI. So I feel like yes, a lot of it's money, but a lot of it's AI. Because I'll tell you something after the brunch breakdown because I don't want to say too much about something recently. But anyways, yeah, it's It's terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying.
1: It is. It, it just has all happened terrifying. so quickly. Yeah. All of a sudden it just blew everything up. And now it's, yeah, it's impacting things in a uh, more of a negative way than I think yeah. positive. So yeah, that person yeah. gets a punch.
0: Yeah. That person. Yeah. That person gets a couple punches. Like <laughs> my, my God, dude. Oh, I hate it so much. I do. All right. Uh, My last one is <laughs> whoever the first person was, that put Christmas lights on their roof of their house. I thought about this. Wow. Recently, cause that's something that not putting it on the roof of my house, I'm going to have to do, but I have a feeling that my kids are going to want their house to look like that. And because my daughter always already talks about, is already talking about Christmas. I don't know why she's talking about Christmas, but whatever. I have a five-year-old. So Christmas is a thing. And like, And I'm just thinking about how annoying that's going to be when she goes to the neighborhood and sees these houses, somebody put it on their roof. And I'm like, why do people put Christmas lights on their roof? Why do you do that? I don't want, I just want, who who was the first guy that did that? Because I want to punch that person in the face for putting that pressure on people. (laughs) <laughs> to put more christmas lights all over their house or in places that really shouldn't be like we got a lot of palm trees like i have a palm tree in my backyard put christmas lights on my palm tree i'm gonna have to give the ladder go up the palm tree put christmas lights up what why why couldn't you just put them around where it's around your fence you know what i mean like around your door what's wrong with that why do we have to put them on the ceiling why do we have to put them on the roof why do people do that i don't know but I want to punch that person in the face. And listen, Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite movies. But that should tell you, why is he doing that? Because some guy, <laughs> some guy out there did that first and put the pressure on the whole neighborhood, which led to the ridiculous gotta put Christmas lights everywhere. No. I want to punch that person in the face.
1: Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Um. So many to choose from for my Mm -hmm. last one. You know, we could go a number of directions. You know, Elon Musk, uh, James (laughs) Franklin, you know, so many (laughs) options here. But um, I'm going to get specific, and it's somebody nobody knows. Frankly, it's somebody I don't really know. But I I mentioned I was at Odessa show recently, um, and that's got a strange group of people that attend that show. Oh, yeah. And there was this one guy. Uh Uh-oh. DD, I've come to realize the older I get, the more and more I realize that I hate most people now. I've just realized that I think I hate most people. And that's just like the complete opposite of how I've ever felt up to this point in my life. I was at that show going, I hate most of these people. Like the majority of people here, I don't like them. And one guy needed a punch in the face more than anybody because he kept screaming and he count like counting down. To the drop. Oh, anybody's unfamiliar with Odessa, oh. it's like EDM style music, and so he kept counting down to the you know right into the build up of the drop, and he would, and then it would be like a "Here we go!" and every song, and some songs didn't really need that vibe, really didn't need it. They did an acoustic song with a vocalist. It was really well done, and he was still doing these countdowns and these here we goes during that song it was ruining the song for anybody within earshot and i was so ready to punch this guy in the face it was it it drove me up a wall it like partially prevented me from enjoying some of that concert but just that obnoxious individual was could have used a good punch in the face that night
0: Anyone who does that should just be kicked out of a concert. Yes. Yes. Like, I just don't... I I don't get it. I don't get why. I don't... Was he really drunk, or was he just being annoying?
1: No, I think he was just being annoying. God. There wasn't enough proof there to know if he was really drunk, but it, it oh. was just... Wanted to, you know, give him one of those looks, but I would have needed a, a crowd of people to do it to to get him to stop. He was every song, man, every song, ridiculous.
0: Mm, that hurts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I'm sure we'll revisit this topic again one day.
1: Oh, oh sure. I'm want sure to punch we can. I'm going to add to the list. Sure.
0: <laughs> if there's anyone you want to punch in the face throughout history or right now, let us know <laughs> at Brunch Breakdown. Hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at on time? Let's, you know what? Let's save Golden Bachelor and get to music because I have some things I want to talk about with music with you, Dan. Okay. Uh, that I don't want to rush through. So okay, let's that's fair. get into what we're listening to. Let's do this. I love All it. right. Music, sir. Olivia Rodrigo. Guts. Whoo. Is this shit good or not? Is this shit good or what? Like I'm Olivia Rodrigo's twenty years old. I shouldn't be this hyped about a twenty year old's music, but (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude! I'm listening to this and I am like, man, I I feel like I'm listening to basically any girl with an edge from from the mid from the mid two thousands or early two thousands. That's what you hear in this whole album, Mm -hmm. and. And I and we're old now, so like that was twenty years ago. So two kids, this is what they're getting, and I love this because like you have Willow Smith doing some really cool things, and you have so you have a bunch of other or a few other artists doing this in really cool ways. And I'm like, yeah, these kids, these I'm I'm kind of jealous, and I'm interested to see where music is going. But yeah, this rock pop thing going on right now is uh it's pretty cool. And uh, I want to put get him back on the playlist. That's the best song on the
1: album to me. Anyways, I'm I couldn't agree with you more. I've got get him back uh, as well for one of my choices. Um, The album is incredible. What she has done. So early in her career, experimenting, doing different things, different styles of music that other people aren't doing or doing in different ways. You know, there's kind of you know you mentioned like Willow Smith and artists like that, even Machine Gun Kelly. It's mm-hmm. it's sort of evolving that sound from the early 2000s. Olivia Rodrigo is kind of like same path, but kind of taking a different lane to it. When you listen to what she's doing and the elements of it, I mean, you really gotta, if you just sit there and and don't listen to the lyrics, which is I know difficult to do sometimes. If don't listen to the lyrics, listen to what she's doing. And how the song is produced, it's like you hear this like, oh, yeah, this is like this is from like late 90s. This is like early 2000s. The way there's like a little grunge here, the way that the music is written, it's it's phenomenal. And it's so exciting. And I love that she went this route. I heard in an interview that she did that she really got motivated to do more of like the rock forward songs, because when she was performing uh, on her tour for uh, Sour, the like energy that she got from the crowd performing those faster paced rock songs she was like this is amazing like this is this is this is this is what i love so i that's why i'm so glad that we have uh more of that all american bitch is another phenomenal song one of my favorites on the album um you know and it's again you you have like this back and forth between like more grungy rock style and then there's like softer melodic vocals that just kind of goes back and forth um you know with some lighter guitar in between and it just takes you on this journey um so that's that's another one that's just fantastic 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 album
0: dude the way that all american bitch just like turns into just goes to like piano like it's yeah. like in your and then just like I love it. And then just get him back to my favorite on the album. Cause I just love the bridge of that. When she's like, I want to mm. key his car. I want to make him lunch. I want I'm like, good Lord. I want to, I want to meet his mom and tell him that he sucks. Like there's just this shit. It's, dude, it's so well-written. Like yes. some of like the music. And I heard some of the criticism is just that like, they basically just took a bunch of ideas from the two thousands and like put them in. I'm like, whatever. This album is so well-written. Like, I'm like, I, I love it, dude. Yeah, I I I say I
1: I say listen without, you know, without listening to the lyrics, but also go back and listen to just the (laughs) lyrics or read just the lyrics because you're right. We haven't even like didn't even hit on that, that lyrically it's written so well. And she's like she's not writing for pop radio either. She's just writing for her, which is great. She's dropping F bomb. She's like, she don't care. She's 20 years old. And I love that. I love that she takes chances like that.
0: I I love the way that she curses on the record because you can tell that she actually curses in real life because, you know, there's some yeah, people who yeah. curse on record <laughs> that you can tell that they really don't sound like they actually curse. They're doing it to be like, I'm older now, so I'm going to, you know, say shit at the beginning of my record. Yep, but yeah, yep. no, no, no. Olivia Rodrigo like, no, I curse a lot and I sound like I do. And I, I just love that those that uh, good Lord. I yeah. didn't expect her, uh, her. I didn't expect the album to be this good and it's that good. So shouts to guts. Um, All right. Second song on the playlist this week. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. Not around your kids or maybe not even around your wife. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, Bongos. (laughs) What a video. What a video. What a video. (laughs) If you thought the WAP video was great, wait until you watch Bongos. Another great one from those two amazing artists and man song jams mad it didn't come out in may need to know why everybody's putting out their yeah. stuff in september because this is a jam by the way like video is crazy but the the song is a jam so yeah
1: yeah i know I like why all of a sudden are we getting hit with all this phenomenal music that could have been great to listen to all summer very frustrating I, yeah, yeah very frustrating um uh next one up for me is uh a little uh collab here uh we then who's a producer and uh nessa barrett who i think we've had on the playlist a couple times before yeah phenomenal voice so these two teamed up um they released a song called sick of myself which if you listen to the lyrics it is indeed What she's talking about, you know, just being like sick of every element. I'm sick of this, sick of that, sick of that about myself. Um, I'm relatable for some people, I'm very (laughs) sure. Um, But it's very synthy. There's like a couple dance parts in there. Her voice, Nessa Vera's voice is uh, great. Um, I know she's going on tour soon, I think, because she's making a stop in Pittsburgh. Hoping to see her uh, for that. Um, But a really good song. Really like these these two teaming up for uh, Sick of Myself. Check that one out. Nice.
0: Shout out to Nessa Barrett, man. Uh when I was working for Hollywire, uh mm-hmm. she's like an influencer type, but then like had music and I was like, "Oh yeah, we listen to this music." And I'm like, "Wait, she's like really good." So now that she's like kind of you know, past the influencer phase of being like the hottest influencer in the world and now it's like normal, it's like mm-hmm. people are paying attention to her music and I'm like, yeah, cuz I think she has yeah. got something. And I'm like yeah, she's just putting sure. music out cuz she's like popular. So yeah. Shout out to Nessa Barrett. Definitely. All right, and uh last one, speaking of these kids who are doing all these cool things with rock music, uh Tezo Touchdown. Uh I heard I never heard of this dude before. I heard Drake say on stage like another concert clip on the internet say that Tezo Touchdown's putting has I heard some of the best music I'd ever heard and it's off Tezo uh, Touchdown's debut album. And I was like, "Who the fuck's Tezo Touchdown?" <laughs> and uh his album came out last week and it is very good all of a sudden it starts out there's rock then all of a sudden the next song turns in the r&b and then you've got him rapping and then it's back to rock again and it's it it just goes everywhere this dude is so talented his voice in whatever way he uses it is incredible so um impossible is the song i'm putting on the playlist but i might put another one on there too but anyways impossible is the song because it is a it's a big brush off the haters type of song but not like it's not a rap song it's He's just talking about you know people telling you you can't do something and then telling you that it's impossible, but it's not. But anyways, Tezo touchdown, impossible. Check it out.
1: Nice, nice, definitely. And last one for me, uh, another very popular pick for really all of us. I feel like he's been on sounds of uh, sounds of brunch while we're listening to Bryce Vine, Bryce right. Vine. And this song, this song actually came out a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been able to sneak it in yet, but uh, Margot Robbie, yes. <laughs> Margot Robbie is the name of the song. Uh, it's a jam. I have again. This was like in that period where a ton of new music was coming out. Yeah. Um, and this one was like real sneaky good, really sneaky good. Um, and I love the. I mean, the the title's enough to get you, uh, intrigued on what it's about. But Bryce Vine again, very uh very popular on the Sounds of Brunch, and he makes a return this week with uh, Margot Robbie.
0: Bryce Vine. I haven't even heard the song, but Bryce Vine having a song called Margot Robbie just fits. Yeah. So right. I'm excited <laughs> to go listen to this uh in my car as I drive uh somewhere here in a couple of minutes. So yeah, I'm excited about that. So that fits with Bright Spine. Well, definitely that is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist Sounds of Brunch on Spotify. Tell Alexa, tell Siri, tell whatever you're listening to, whatever you listen to your music on to play the Sounds of Brunch and it will start playing. I promise you, it does. Just tell them, start playing, and it will. Yeah, All right. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's the best. Um yeah. well, Dan. What are your final thoughts for the brunch
1: breakdown, dude? We talked about a lot. We did this week, and we didn't even get to everything. I know. Um, so stay tuned. We we're definitely going to hit the Golden Bachelor uh, yeah. next week. We hope to have Chris back with us next week, uh, or else we have to have our own version of the Bachelor and find a rose for a new host or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we open it up to sixty-five year old women and uh, see what we can get if we need to fill the third chair. Eventually, if he doesn't come back, so uh, we'll see. But in the meantime, don't don't make stupid sports bets. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) That's the brunch breakdown. We're out. (laughs)